0: and stand up to everyday use. Who has shooting mats and range bag systems to hunting clothing and just about everything for the outdoors? Log on and shop 24-7 with super fast shipping, MidwayUSA.com.
1: Welcome to Season 2, Episode 30 of the North American Outdoors Podcast. My name is Heidi Rayo, coming to you from the great state of Texas. Following in line with our talk about firearms actions from last week This week, we're going to talk about ammunition components. It is extremely important to match the correct ammunition to the firearm that you are shooting. Everything you need to know about your firearm is stamped on the barrel near the receiver. Shotgun barrels will indicate the gauge and length of shell the firearm is chambered for. Rifle and pistol barrels will indicate the caliber and caliber of ammunition to use. This information that's stamped on the barrel is called the data stamp. When purchasing ammunition, you can find the ammunition data printed on the ammunition box. Make absolute sure that the data printed on the rifle ammo box matches the rifle that you're going to be shooting, data printed on the pistol ammo box matches the pistol you'll be shooting, and data on the shotgun ammo box matches the shotgun you'll be shooting. The same data is also stamped on the bottom of the brass of each rifle and pistol cartridge or shotgun shell. Rifles and pistols shoot cartridges. Shotguns shoot shells. It's imperative that the data stamped on the firearm matches the data stamped on the ammunition. Every rifle, pistol, or shotgun is designed for a specific cartridge or shell. The ammunition must match the data stamp on the firearm. For example, there are several 30 caliber firearms, but which ammunition fits? The 3030, 30 out 6, 308, or the 300 Savage? You must match the data stamped on the gun barrel and find out which type of ammunition to safely shoot through that particular firearm the data stamp will indicate the exact caliber ammunition that is safe to use in that firearm. There are a few exceptions to this rule. Sometimes, especially on some revolvers, ammunition can be safely fired out of a firearm that differs from the information found on the data stamp on the barrel. For example, a revolver that is chambered for and has a data stamp for a three hundred fifty seven Magnum can safely fire the thirty-eight round, but not vice versa. Firing ammunition out of a firearm that differs from the data stamped on the barrel should only be done by people who have specialized knowledge in that particular firearm or know that it is safe to fire. If you cannot find the caliber stamped on the firearm or are uncertain, take it to a qualified or certified gunsmith. If at any time you are unsure of yourself and your equipment, put safety first always. Always do your research. Visit knowledgeable staff at a firearms dealer or speak with a gunsmith for further assistance. You can always contact the manufacturer of the firearm or ammunition or visit their website for further clarification. Rifle and handgun cartridges and shotgun shells share similar designs and similar components. The basic components of modern ammunition are a case, primer, powder, and a projectile. Shotgun shells have an additional component called a wad. The case is the container that holds all of the ammunition components organized in a specific order. The case or a shot shell can be made of brass, copper steel paper or plastic the primer is an explosive chemical compound that ignites the gunpowder when it is struck by the firing pin which moves when the trigger is squeezed or pulled there are two types of primers rim fire cartridges contain their priming compound in the rim of the cartridge when the trigger is pulled, the firing pin strikes the rim of the cartridge and sparks to ignite the gunpowder within the cartridge case. The most popular rim fire ammunition is the 22 caliber. The primer of center fire cartridges resembles a dot or a button and can be located in the bottom center of the case. This is referred to again as center fire cartridges. That dot or button is the primer and it's fitted into the brass case. The primer contains the priming compound. When the trigger is pulled, the firing pin strikes the primer and sparks to ignite the gunpowder within the cartridge case. Gunpowder is a chemical mixture that burns quickly when ignited. This creates the expanding gases that push or propel the bullet or shot down the barrel. Black powder is made of potassium nitrate Sulfur and charcoal. Real black powder is very unstable and highly regulated by the federal agency, the Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, Firearms and Explosives, or ATF. As a result, black powder is not as common as an explosive as black powder substitutes in muzzle loading. There are several approved black powder substitutes on the market. The most common are Pyrodex. Pyrodex Select and 777. These substitutes are very stable and as a result are not as highly regulated. All muzzle loading firearms legal for hunting use only black powder which is made of potassium nitrate, sulfur and charcoal or an approved black powder substitute like Pyrodex. No other powder is suitable for muzzle loading firearms. Modern smokeless powder, as the name implies, Does not create a cloud of smoke when fired. When ignited, its gases expand rapidly, creating higher pressures and higher bullet velocity when it leaves the muzzle than the pressure and velocities created by real black powder. Projectiles are the bullets or shot expelled from the barrel. Rifles and handgun bullets are single projectiles fired through the barrel and come in different weights and sizes depending on the shooting or hunting activity. Game or hunting bullets usually have a soft or hollow point and are designated to expand or flatten upon impact or solid used for deep penetration on dangerous game. Target bullets often have solid points that do not expand and produce a small hole at the target. A shotgun slug is also ammunition containing a single projectile. A shotgun shell contains numerous lead, steel, bismuth, or tungsten pellets. Shot comes in various sizes and are numbered. The larger the number, the smaller the size of the shot or pellets. For example, number 9 shot is very small, and number ot shot is very large. Choose your shot size depending on the type of shotgun shooting or hunting activity you will be engaged in. As a rule, the smaller the game animal, the smaller the size of shot you will choose. When shooting trap, skeet, or sporting clays, your shot size will change depending on the shotgun game you will be playing. A shotgun wad is made from paper or plastic and it holds the shot pellets or slug, separating it from the gunpowder. A wad holds the shot together as it passes down the barrel when fired. The wad also prevents gas from escaping through the shot for consistent velocity. Choosing the right ammo can be overwhelming and intimidating to a new firearm owner. Manufacturers produce a variety of different types of ammo, each varying by load, projectile weight, velocity, and charge. Knowing which type of ammo is right for your firearm depends on what you intend to shoot. Whether you are target shooting, training, or hunting, your choice of ammo is critical to your shooting proficiency and success. Understanding terminology and performance is key to matching ammunition to intended use. Always check your owner's manual to determine which types of ammo are recommended for your firearm. Learning to decipher the numbers, Fractions and measurements on a box of ammo is the very first step. Measurement for rifles and handgun ammo developed in the United States is commonly identified by a decimal point representing hundredths of an inch. For example, if a bullet has a .38 inch diameter, it's called a .38 caliber bullet. When saying the name, the decimal is left out, calling this a .38. Bullet calibers can be shown as two decimal points, such as a 0.44 and a 0.45. These would be called a 44 and a 45. There's also three decimal points like a 0.222, 0.223, and 0.357. Again, leaving the decimal point out, you would call these 222, 223, and 357. The other measurement system used for bullet width is millimeters displayed as whole numbers such as 9 millimeter or 10 millimeter. The caliber of rifles is the inside diameter of the barrel before the rifling has been cut or the distance between land to opposite land inside of the barrel. Caliber is usually measured in hundredths of an inch, thousandths of an inch, or in millimeters. For example, a 22 caliber barrel measures 22 one hundredths of an inch in diameter. A 270 caliber rifle bore measures 270 one thousandths of an inch in diameter between the lands and has a larger bore diameter than a 223 caliber rifle. Caliber descriptions sometimes have a second number that has nothing to do with the diameter. For example, a 30-30 is a 30 caliber cartridge but the second number is a remnant from the days when the cartridge designated how many grains of gunpowder is in the case that holds the bullet in this example the 3030 is a 30 caliber bullet propelled by 30 grains of gunpowder the 06 in 30-06 refers to the year 1906 when it became the official ammunition of the US military just as the caliber numbers on ammunition must match the data stamp, the same goes for the developer's name. For example, a rifle chambered for a 300 Win mag, Win standing for Winchester, cannot be fired out of a rifle chambered for a 300 Weatherby mag. However, a rifle chambered for a 3030 Win can be safely fired out of a Marlin firearm chambered for a 3030 Win. A pistol chambered for a 40 Smith & Wesson can be safely fired out of a Glock pistol chambered for 40 Smith & Wesson. Any manufacturer can produce firearms that fire another developer's branded ammunition as long as that caliber designation is stamped on the barrel exactly as it was named. If there's any confusion to firearms and ammunition and matching them all up, always consult your user's manual, your owner's manual, a reputable dealer, gunsmith, or the internet and go to that manufacturer's website. Better be safe than sorry. Designation of grains used for bullet weight is not the same designation used to denote gunpowder. Bullet weight is usually characterized in grains. 437.5 grains equals one ounce. And the larger the number of grains listed on the box, the heavier the bullet will be. The weight of the bullet, heavy or light, changes how the ammunition performs. Many calibers are offered in different grains or weights designed for specific purposes. For example, ammunition for a rifle chambered for a .30-30 win can come in the weights of 150 grains or 170 grains. This is important to know for accuracy. A .30-30 wind rifle sighted in for a 150-grain bullet will not be zeroed in if a 170-grain ammunition is used. There are different types of bullet types. The shape of a bullet and what it is made of affects how it performs when fired and upon impact of a target. Manufacturers continually develop new styles but some of the more common abbreviations are listed here. The Full Metal Jacket, or FMJ, is a lead bullet wrapped or jacketed with copper or steel alloy coating on the bullet to reduce lead residue left in the barrel after firing. These bullets are commonly used for target practice. When the bullet hits the target, it will usually pass right through and not fully expand upon impact. The total metal jacket, or TMJ, is similar to a full metal jacket, but the base of the bullet is covered in copper as well. A hollow point is a bullet that has a hollowed-out center. When a hollow point strikes a target, the bullet deforms quickly, resembling a mushroom of lead. Overpressurized ammunition, or plus P or plus P+, This is ammunition made with a higher pressure than the typical rounds of its own caliber. The result is a faster muzzle velocity and greater penetration. A soft point, or SP, is the soft point bullet with a portion of exposed lead. This causes it to expand upon impact. A jacketed soft point, or JSP, the sides of the bullet are jacketed in copper. The lead nose is left exposed in order to allow the bullet to expand when it hits the target. The semi-jacketed hollow point, or SJHP, is similar to a jacketed soft point, but an opening or hollow is cut into the nose of the bullet. Moving on to shotgun shells. Shotgun barrels are classified by gauge instead of caliber. Gauge is an old English term referring to the number of lead balls of that bore diameter that add up to weigh one pound. This comes from the days when lead was purchased by the pound to make ammunition. A 12-gauge shotgun means that you can make 12 lead balls, each of that bore diameter size, out of one pound of lead. The smaller the gauge number, the larger the bore size. From smallest size shell diameter to the largest, the common gauges include the 28 gauge, 20 gauge, 16 gauge, 12 gauge, and 10 gauge. The most popular sizes of shotgun gauges are the 12 and 20 gauges. The lone exception to this measuring system is the 410. This is a bore, which is actually the smallest size. Although inaccurately called a 410 gauge, it is measured in caliber because it is designated by its bore diameter. It is really a 41 caliber, which has a bore that is 410 of 1000th of an inch in diameter, or actually it's a 67 gauge. The length refers to the gun's chamber length, not the length of a shot shell. You can shoot shells that are shorter or equal to the gun chamber length, but not longer. Modern 12 gauge shells come in two and three quarter, three and three and a half inch lengths, and they all hold different amounts of powder and shot charges. If you measure an unfired shotgun shell, it is about one fourth of an inch shorter than its designated chamber length. The extra length accommodates for the crimp as it unfolds after the shell is fired. A safe rule is to only use shells as long or as shorter than the markings on your shotgun barrel. For example, if your shotgun is marked 12 gauge, 2 and three quarter inch, you may safely fire 2 3⁄4 inch, 12 gauge shot shells, but not the 3 or 3 1⁄2 inch shot shells. The shot weight tells you how much the shot charge weighs in ounces. Shot is measured in grams. 28 grams equals roughly one ounce and four grams equals roughly one eighth ounce of shot. Another term that you're going to see on some boxes of shot shell ammunition is called DRAM equivalent or DRAM EQ or DREQ. This is an old system of expressing velocity. This term was used back in the days when shotgun shells were loaded with black powder, which was measured in drams. 16 drams equals 1 ounce. To find the actual velocity, you usually must look in the manufacturer's catalog or refer to a ballistic guide. When companies switched from black powder to smokeless powder, they place the DRAM equivalent on the box of ammunition to give the shooter an indication of shot velocity. While less commonly used today, the DRAM equivalent can still give the shooter an idea of the muzzle velocity. The shot shells you find on shelves today are loaded with modern smokeless propellants. The gunpowders are much lighter than black powder in the same volume. Manufacturers who still list DRAM equivalent usually use numbers like 3 DRAM equivalent or even light, magnum, or max. The larger the number of DRAM equivalent, the higher the muzzle velocity and the more recoil the load will generate. The term velocity is replacing DRAM equivalent on a lot of ammo labels. The faster a shot charge travels, the harder it hits and the more recoil a load has when fired. The projectile that a shotgun shell shoots is called shot. Shot is made of many different materials, including pure lead, lead coated with another material like copper, or non-lead components such as steel, bismuth, tungsten, and other materials. The smallest diameter shot sizes, beginning with the smallest, are common sizes such as 9s, 8s, and 7s. These are the sizes you'll usually see on target loads for clay shooting, but they are also used for some smaller game birds. The next group of shot sizes are usually sixes, fives, and fours. These are used for pheasants, larger ducks, rabbits, and squirrels. The big shot sizes, such as numbers threes, twos, and ones, and letters including B, double B, triple B, T, F and double F shot are used for larger game birds and animals. Buckshot is recognized from number four buck, which is a diameter of 0.220 of an inch, to triplet buck, which is 0.000. This is buckshot of 3/60th of an inch. The higher number reflects a smaller pellet size, and the more zeros in the "ott" size reflect a larger pellet diameter. Slugs are single projectiles and are generally reserved for big game hunting such as deer and sometimes bear. Some states do not allow rifle hunting for larger game animals in some areas and only allow shotgun hunting with slugs or buckshot. Always check your state's hunting regulations for legal means and methods. As a rifle or pistol hunter pursuing wild game, bullet performance accuracy, and power are essential to quick and ethically taking down your target. Consider the size of the game to determine the type of ammunition. If hunting game such as white-tailed deer or pronghorn antelope, a quickly expanding and accurate bullet works well. With larger game such as bear, elk, or moose, bullet penetration and expansion is essential. Ideal hunting bullets penetrate skin, muscle, and bone, and deliver dependable expansion to cause as much internal damage as possible for a clean, quick, and ethical kill. Unlike rifle and pistol cartridges that have a single projectile, the size of the shot or projectile is the most important element when selecting shotgun ammunition. Shotgun shells may contain a single slug to hundreds of pellets or shot. Always check your local state game regulations for legal hunting means and methods. There are countless choices of ammunition. It is critical to identify which ammunition is the correct type for the firearm you will be shooting before you shoot. There are 10 rules to ammunition safety. Number one, always identify the data stamp, which is the specific caliber or gauge marked on the side of the barrel. Number two. Always read the package label of the ammunition. Match the label's information to the specific caliber or gauge marked on the side of the barrel. Number three, always read the ammunition box carefully for information related to muzzle velocity or pressures, such as bullet weights in grains or plus P, etc. Number four, always match the data stamp on the bottom of each shotgun shell or handgun or rifle cartridge on the brass or the bottom of the ammunition. Match that to the specific caliber or gauge marked on the side of the barrel. Number five, always match the data stamp on the bottom of the ammunition, even though the ammunition package label matches the specific caliber or gauge marked on the side of the barrel. Ammunition can be accidentally or sadly intentionally Put into the wrong package. Number six. Always match the shotgun gauge, shell length, and if it is designated as a magnum load, to the data stamp on the side of the barrel. Number seven. Always understand how far your projectile can travel before you take the shot. Number eight. Always match your ammunition to your intended activity, whether it's target shooting or hunting. Number nine, always match your ammunition to your intended target, whether it's hunting big game versus waterfowl or target shooting. And number 10, when in doubt, always ask a gunsmith or someone with experience in firearms and ammunition. Every single time you handle your firearm and ammunition, it is critical that you properly match the ammunition with that firearm that you're shooting. First, read and follow all instructions found in the owner's manual. Second, check the data stamp on the side of the firearm's barrel. This number denotes what caliber or gauge and what ammunition it takes. Third, check the data label printed on the box of ammunition to make sure it exactly matches the data stamp on the gun's barrel. And finally, Always check the bottom brass of every cartridge or shell before loading it into your firearm to properly match the ammunition to the firearm. Know your firearm, know your ammunition, and use redundancy in checking, double-checking, and triple-checking data stamps on both ammunitions and firearm to make a safe, enjoyable outing. There is no better classroom than the outdoors, roaming the woods and waters and creating memories that will last a lifetime. This is Heidi Rayo, and you have heard another North American Outdoors podcast. For more information, visit northamericanoutdoors.org and follow on Instagram at North American Outdoors. Have a great day.